Welcome to Sweet Talk, the healthy drinking series with Lake Health and Wellbeing. I am your host, Isoline Phillips. This series is brought to you as part of the Your Sweet Enough Health Education Campaign, which is geared towards educating and mobilizing the public to make healthy drink choices. In this episode, we'll be learning about the collective health impact of sugary drink consumption across the Caribbean region, and we'll be discussing the regional response to combating non-communicable diseases and related health problems, which we are really seeing at an increasing rate as a result of the overconsumption of sugary drinks and poor diets within our island. I am really excited to have in conversation with me today, Sir Trevor Hassel, who is the president of the Healthy Caribbean Coalition, also known as the HCC. I'll invite Sir Trevor to introduce himself and tell us a bit about the HCC and what the organization is doing within the region. Over to you. Good, so th thanks very much. So as I said, as we said, I am Trevor Hassel and I'm president of the a Healthy Caribbean Coalition, which is a regional uh, civil society NCD alliance uh, in, in, the, in the Caribbean. Uh, first of all, I'd like to uh, thank uh, Lake Health and Wellbeing for providing us with this opportunity uh, to have really a conversation about chronic disease prevention uh, and control in the Caribbean in this uh, COVID era. Uh, Lake Health and Wellbeing has been for many years uh, a member of the Healthy Caribbean Coalition uh, and has played a significant leadership role uh, in NCD prevention and control. And so we're in really very challenging times uh, in the Caribbean and have been for some time uh, with the occurrence of the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, which has occurred uh, in, a, in a setting in which uh, we've got an epidemic of chronic diseases. And what the COVID-19 pandemic has shown is the tremendous vulnerability of persons living with NCDs. As a result of, of this, the Healthy Caribbean Coalition uh, produced uh, a report and a major publication uh, titled uh, A Transformative New NCD Agenda, which really uh, aims to, as it were, craft a new way forward uh, in the approach uh, to NCD prevention and control. And that new way forward uh, takes into consideration uh, the human rights issues, uh, issues of, of, uh, of equity, and also uh, people uh, empowerment and a people-centered approach. And so uh, our uh, the publication is one that I said will be addressing the uh, NCD issue uh, through this lens and with these priorities. Great, great. It's really good to hear. So we, we really appreciate you taking the time to sit and have this conversation with us because, you know, we know that it is a really important conversation for us to be having um, based on the shared, as you said, it is an, an NCD epidemic that we're seeing. So to dive right in, you know, 
Could you tell us a bit about what the actual health trends and statistics are when it comes to health conditions like obesity, diabetes, and NCDs across the region? What are the Caribbean trends that we see? Yeah, well, this is this is an area of particular concern and has been for a uh, from for many years. So uh, we've got, for example, sixty percent uh, of most uh, at a most. Um, in most Caribbean countries, 60% of our adults are overweight and obese. A third of our children likewise are, are overweight uh, and obese. Um, it's estimated that 15 to 20% uh, of our adults are, are diabetic. And uh, why is this important? This is important because uh, obesity predisposes to uh, chronic diseases, many of the chronic diseases. And the chronic diseases account for some uh, eight to ten percent of all deaths in most most Caribbean countries. Uh, the frightening thing is that a third of these deaths uh, occur in persons uh, before the age of seventy years. So it's really very very concerning, and it's uh, it's it's the more concerning because of the fact that uh, the trend. Uh, is 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 worsening. So we're not seeing, we have not been seeing an improvement uh, in the situation. But you know, it's not only a, a health issue; it's also mm -hmm. an issue in which, uh, again, it's estimated that some sixty percent of most of the health budgets in the Caribbean are spent on NCDs. Uh, mm -hmm. so summary: uh, NCDs represent a significant threat really to, to, to socio and economic development in the Caribbean. Right, right, right. So what, what would you say are the links between the health conditions that we're seeing at an increasing rate and you know, its connection to unhealthy diets in terms of food and, and especially the consumption of sugary drinks in our islands? Uh, yeah, well, these are the so-called so risk, risk factors of which mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a healthy diet is a, a principal risk factor, uh, particularly uh, high sugar intake, also high salt intake, and also, right. also fats and saturated fats. So mm -hmm. these constituents of the diet, these unhealthy, these, these constituents, if consumed in excessive amounts, uh, certainly contribute significantly uh, to, to the chronic diseases. And uh, specifically the uh, sugary sweetened beverages uh, certainly are, are major con uh, contributors uh, because really what they, what, what, what they do is they, they produce um, uh, obesity, uh, they contribute some of the cancers, uh, they contribute to, to heart disease. And these sugary sweetened beverages are consumed in the Caribbean uh, to a much higher degree than they ought to. Mm -hmm. um, some data has shown that the region is among the top consumer of sugar sweetened beverages. Mm -hmm. To give you a sense of this, um, it's estimated that throughout the Caribbean, um, the consumption is two to 2.5 servings per day of sugar. And so mm -hmm. that you so that you have a comparison in the United States of America, that's one serving per day. Uh, so mm -hmm. as you can see, 
the uh, it, it's uh, sugar sweetened beverages uh, contribute significantly uh, to the chronic disease epidemic. Right, right, right. So considering considering the reality of of this overconsumption of sugary drinks, which then connected to the NCD health epidemic that we face, and which is very common across the region. How have our Caribbean leaders responded to this public health threat and these challenges? Yeah, well, you know, interestingly enough, I would say very well, for the most part, very well. Uh, so uh, in 2007, uh, leaders of, 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 of CARICOM met and issued the, the Port of Spain Declaration, uniting to stop the epidemic of NCDs. And really that meeting and the declaration was really the beginning of uh, uh, major uh, global initiatives uh, aimed at addressing the epidemic of NCDs. And ever since then, both heads of governments and ministers of health throughout the Caribbean have been addressing uh, NCDs or chronic disease in, in one form or another. Um, the most, one of the most recent was, uh, what, some three years ago when the heads of government uh, spoke to and addressed specifically the issue of childhood obesity and expressed mm. concern about childhood obesity and went further and, uh, uh, if not mandated, certainly uh, sought to uh, encourage um, an approach to childhood uh, obesity reduction that is based on front of package labeling and also healthier school environments. Yeah. So there have been significant uh, leadership uh, from our, our political leaders, both at the level of heads of government and also at the level of ministers of health. That's really good. That's really great to hear. And I think that definitely highlights the seriousness of the issue when we have uh, political leaders coming together to agree on, on, on really uh, uh, just resolving it as, as a collective. So that's really good to know. Um, so we'll just take a short pause right now before we dive into other questions. The dangers of sweet beverages in the Caribbean. It is time to shine a light on the dangers of sugary beverages. Sugar-sweetened beverages are the main source of sugar in our diets, and eating and drinking too much sugar has been linked to being overweight and obese. In St. Kitts and Nevis, 50% of adult females and 37% of males are overweight and obese. And 28% of children are either overweight or obese. A survey showed that 62% of students between the ages of 13 and 15 drank one or more carbonated sugar-sweetened beverage every day, exceeding their daily healthy limit. So, how much sugar should we consume? The World Health Organization and American Heart Association recommends that children aged 2 to 18 should consume less than 25 grams of sugar daily, and adults should consume less than 50 grams of sugar daily. 
It will surprise you how much sugar is in some of your favorite beverages. This chart shows that on average, one serving of a sugary beverage exceeds the daily maximum sugar intake for children, which is 25 grams, and is very close or sometimes over the limit for adults at 50 grams. The impact of sweet beverages on your health, your family and community can be severe. So, it's time to rethink your drink. This message has been brought to you by the St. Kitts and Nevis Ministry of Health. Okay, so now that we know, we, we know that this is a priority for our Caribbean leaders in terms of combating the NCD epidemic. There were some things that you mentioned in terms of a front of pack labeling and, and having a, a, an action plan to address particularly childhood obesity. Um, but tell me a little bit about what the civil society response has been to the NCD epidemic and, and particularly as it relates to reducing the consumption of some of these sugary drinks and high salt diets. Um, what is being done collectively uh, within civil society in order to combat the root causes of some of these public health problems and the conditions that we're seeing? Yeah. Well, first of all, a kind of a general statement and that is that really uh, civil society organizations, health NGOs for many years uh, throughout the Caribbean have been contributing to the effort. Uh, your own organization, uh, Lake Health and Wellbeing has, 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 as I've said before, for many years has been playing a part. Uh, the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Barbados mm -hmm. has been particularly engaged uh, in efforts related to uh, chronic disease prevention with emphasis on cardiovascular disease, uh, which is one of the, the, the most common of the chronic diseases. And so too, for example, has the Heart Foundation of Jamaica. And interestingly enough, in Trinidad and Tobago, there's been a, a recent significant development where uh, many of the um, civil society organizations have come together uh, to form mm -hmm. a Adam Tobago NCD Alliance, again, which is addressing uh, the concerns of the uh, NCD epidemic. So there has been a tremendous civil society response to the epidemic uh, at, at national level. Sure. That's, re that's really great. That's really great. So we know that HCC is, is a regional organization, a regional alliance. So tell us a bit about how the Healthy Caribbean Coalition is leading and coordinating advocacy, particularly for policies and policy interventions that really help to address unhealthy sugary drink consumption in our islands and across the region. Yeah, well, this, this is, uh, as again, an issue that... Um, uh, for at least three to four years now, uh, we have been addressing. And first of all, it, it really was informed by, if you will, um, our, our prevention for childhood obesity uh, strategic plan, which we launched in 2018, uh, which, which outlined uh, several of the priority approaches. Uh, more recently then, as I indicated uh, at the very uh, start of this, this conversation, 
um, our approach now has been influenced by uh, our tran the transformative new NCD uh, uh, agenda. Uh, and the thing about that is that as a result of uh, inequities, vulnerabilities that have been shown up uh, during COVID-19 for persons living uh, with NCDs, our approach to uh, addressing the problems of childhood obesity through reduction of sugar sweetened beverages is, is, uh, has been positioned, if you will, uh, under um, an umbrella of, of an approach that speaks to um, a life course uh, approach, social inclusion, people-centered, uh, partnership approach, and accountability for decision-making. Mm -hmm. And I then, then to say uh, that our approach to uh, sugar-sweetened beverages is, is, is threefold, the, the policies we are seeking. First of all, front of package labeling of, uh, of prepackaged goods. Uh, secondly, uh, an improvement of the uh, school health environment throughout the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and thirdly, and equally importantly, a tax on sugar-sweetened beverages. Uh, so those are uh, the, the, the three fundamental policy asks uh, that we are, are seeking to have implemented across the region. Great. Um, could you just tell us a little bit about, so you mentioned these policy asks, could you just tell us a little bit about what they would entail? So front of pack labeling, what is that about? Um, what are we talking about when you say about improvement of this um, school health environment and particularly, you know, the type of policy that's for like taxes on sugar sweetened beverages. What are each of those things intended to achieve? Sure, fine. So let us start with the, the tax on sugar sweetened beverages. Um, some Caribbean countries have already uh, imposed the tax, for example, Barbados, mm -hmm. uh, Dominica, uh, and, and Bermuda. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the thinking behind the implement, uh, imposition of such a tax is really to make the healthier choice, uh, the healthier choice, not the cheaper and more affordable choice. Right. Mm -hmm. Really the underlying thinking uh, behind the tax uh, mm -hmm. in Barbados. Mm -hmm. um, early, early data shows in fact that there has been as a result of the tax, despite the fact that it's not at the optimal amount, which is 20%, um, that there's been a reduction of 4% of, of uh, consumption mm -hmm. of sugar beverages and carcinogenicity. I think it was estimated at something like an 8% increase uh, in, in sale of, of, of water. Mm -hmm. As far as, as, far as uh, the school environment is, is, is concerned, here we are trying to create a situation in which, quite frankly, sugary uh, beverages are just simply not available uh, mm -hmm. in, in schools uh, throughout the region. And finally, the front of package labeling can be summed up really very, very, in a very simple way. That is, there is a need for consumers to be aware of what they're eating. That, that's 
simplest way to address it. Right. And so the mechanism that's being used is that on the front of package uh, of, uh, of prepackaged uh, goods, uh, that there are there are warning signs, warning label. Mm -hmm. uh, um, the what has already been been decided that these labels uh, should be black octagonal warning labels um, mm -hmm. indicates that the product is high in sugar, high in mm -hmm. salt, right. high in fat, so that mm -hmm. the consumer very easily just simply uh, easily and quickly look at a product and, and recognize that it's uh, that it's high in a in a mm -hmm. in uh, a salt or sugar or what what have you and then mm -hmm. make informed decision and that's right. the important point there right 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 and i think you did mention um previously in one of the questions in terms of the front of caribbean leaders that this front of tax labeling is actually something that caricom leaders are voting on um in order to standardize across uh our, our islands just as, as, a, as a regional approach, correct? Yes, uh, ab absolutely. Uh, right. this, is, this is a process that is ongoing. I think it's mm -hmm. a, a five-step process that determines a, a standard of labeling throughout the Caribbean. And mm -hmm. I, I, if my memory serves me correctly, I think uh, two steps in the process uh, have been determined and, and mm -hmm. final. And at the moment, um, uh, the, the the lead uh, uh, is is for the as I said before uh, the black morning uh, mm -hmm. labels uh, right. high labels certainly the healthy Caribbean coalition uh, is highly supportive of of of, of this uh, form of labeling uh, mm -hmm. recommended by uh, the World Health Organization. Uh, uh, and PAHO and specifically right. mm -hmm. and there has been significant uh, research undertaken in Jamaica uh, mm -hmm. to that this is the most effective uh, right. form of labeling to achieve the outcome that we are aiming for. Right, and that's really good then just to reiterate for everyone, you know, what we're really trying to achieve here is to really lower the rates that we're seeing of like non-communicable diseases and particularly as we're seeing it uh, uh, in younger and younger people, which is why childhood obesity has been such a focus for these NCD alliances that we see with the Healthy Caribbean Coalition and of course nationally. So it's been really, really informative to have this conversation with you, Sir Trevor, and we are at Lake Health and Wellbeing always supportive of the Healthy Caribbean Coalition and the work that you do, and we appreciate you as a partner, um, and we, 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 we wish you the best of luck in terms of the new transformative agenda, which we fully support in whatever ways that we can in the capacity that we can here in St. Kitts and Nevis. So thank you so much for your time. I don't know if you have any, leaving any last words for us. Uh, but I invite you to, 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 to offer those as well, what we were talking about. Yes. Uh, so, so again, thanks very much for, for the opportunity. I think uh, my parting words would be to recognize uh, that in the midst of this pandemic, uh, NCD persons living with NCDs are particularly vulnerable. Uh, and uh, the pandemic has shown uh, that, that um, 
uh, as I said before, uh, inequities uh, and, and, and really human rights issues uh, related uh, to, to those with NCDs. And we all now need to use to build on the, on the uh, time tested and proven approaches uh, to reducing NCDs. But we also now need uh, to address NCDs using these additional uh, approaches, such as a rights-based approach uh, to the issue. Great, thank you so much. And there you have it. This is our episode of Sweet Talk, the healthy drinking series with lake health and well-being. We were talking about the dangers of sugary drinks within the Caribbean region. And we wanna thank our special guest today, Sir Trevor Hassel, who is the president of the Healthy Caribbean Coalition. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Uh -huh.